Are you a fellow dice dragon looking to add to their hoard? Are you never satisfied with the amount of dice you have? Athis Onassis here. If you're looking for great quality handmade dice, then we have a couple wonderful shops for you to check out. First is Critical Hit Creations. They have their own website. Also, Desired Effect Dice, who has an Etsy shop, and we'll have links to both in the description. These shops are 100% backed by Athena and have the Athis seal of approval. What are you again? Uh, Twilight Cleric. I thought you were going to say a Twilight, and I was like, that's Star Wars, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong universe. It is homebrew. We can make it happen. <laughs> true, technically, but... Daddy old ma'am. And I'm wearing a crown. And because I'm gas daddy. The crown and the beanie. Yeah, because the, whenever I don't wear the beanie, the crown just goes down <laughs> around my neck. It's way too big. It's just like a, a crown necklace. Let me just wear this goofball barrage. Hello again everyone and welcome back to Hammer of the Gods. This is your dungeon master, Rick. Or should I say normally your dungeon master? Uh, this week, my friend Kay will be taking over. You may better know her as Athos Onassis. Uh, she will be stepping in as DM for this spooky-themed one-shot. We'll be splitting it up into two parts, and this is obviously part one. So, hope you guys enjoy. My name is Eriseis. I am a satyr who is a inquisitive rogue and divination wizard. I basically consider myself an entertainer. Okay. And I definitely mostly entertain myself more than anything. Um, that my spell book is small stones inscribed with spells kept in a cloth bag. I like to change my mind quite a bit. I don't really stick to any one thing other than getting people's money uh, by giving them really, really great life advice. Um, reading their, you know, star charts and so on. So yeah, I'm uh, definitely here for the, the advice and uh, probably I would say have some interest in like spooky stuff because like it would help me with my cons. And uh, my character has oikophobia. For him it is a fear of being in any kind of home. Um, not like other buildings, just homes. Um, but sometimes it can be like a fear of household appliances, 
um, any kind of like home supplies, common household objects. Um, but yeah, he just doesn't like being in houses. I am Stavros Flatley. I am a Furbolg Twilight cleric. I love delving into the dark and things that make other people very uncomfortable, you know, scary terror type things. And that's kind of why I follow um, the moon god Selene, because I kick the light in the dark, but also I'm not afraid to delve into those areas that and then I shine some light on it that maybe the dark's not all that bad. I'm sorry, I don't think we'll encounter a temple too soon. <laughs> That's okay. I feel like my temple is the... Nature. Just yeah, the moon. Is the, as a, you know, I get to see it! It's so nice! I hate it when it goes away for three days. <laughs> well, also, like... I love that. New Alexandria has multiple moons. Yeah, yeah. Probably not a lot of times that all of the moons are gone. So many werewolves. More stuff. moons for the win! So many werewolves, though. <laughs> I don't care about that. Werewolves 24-7. Gang gang, motherfuckers. I also have a fantastic tattoo of Dorgas on my belly that you might see at some point in this campaign. If the breastplate comes off, we'll see. But not, like, a picture of the country or anything, just the word Dorgas <laughs> in Greek. <laughs> I mean, you, Do you have put an entire... Uh, I, I was. Oh yeah, I guess he does have a yeah, picture. He has, of, yeah, yeah, there's an outline. Yeah. So, okay, so like, just the peninsula. Well, <laughs> just the peninsula. <laughs> I love that. As one does. Clearly, everyone. Perfect. In New Alexandria, would know exactly. Would either of you like to add anything before I begin? Looking forward to seeing my dad. Alright, so, uh, <clears throat> you got a letter asking you to investigate the city of Acadius because it has this, like, dark aura that is looming over it. Uh, the letter comes from your father, Stavros, and he lives, like, just outside the city a little ways, kind of, like, remotely by himself. Yes. You know, as he would. Is it a spooky mansion? Uh. Would your character like that? Because it's a house. My character? Probably not. Not at all. But, uh, me as a human? Maybe. <laughs> fair. Fair. Uh, no, it's probably not that glamorous. Stavros' dad's house. Uh, a spooky shack. <laughs> But he says that strange things have been happening in Acadius since they started the auditions for the first play at the new amphitheater that they just built. Uh, he says, you can stay with me, but, uh, I can't go, cause, well, you know me, son. Love Dad. So, I'll just say, like, I had been in and around Gorgasong one of the uh, larger coastal cities, and that one day this furball comes into my little, uh, not even really a shop, like I just kind of set up 
tent mm -hmm. in the market. And uh, I would imagine, are you just like talking about, like would you just be telling somebody about this letter that you got or? Someone who's reading. Yeah. Yeah, but not just around town. I wouldn't just be walking through the market. Reading? Yeah, no, that's, that's kind of what I was. So you're located in the marketplace in a yep. tent? Yep. Is it closed off to the public? Like, does it have curtains? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's cool. it's got, you know, a tent flap. But there's definitely a banner. Cool. That says, buy one, get one, discount, psychic readings. Tell your future. Excellent. I, I am walking through the marketplace collecting things for my journey, and I happen upon this fortune teller tent. So I... Is there a line? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> There's no line. It's a slow day. Right. So I, I decide this... I'm about to go on a long journey. I think this might be a good idea to have my fortune told. I open up the tent flap, and what, what would I see inside? Uh, so you see a satyr at this table with like a, a little crystal ball in the middle and you see like a little bag off to one side. It's got beads and you open it. Oh, absolutely. You have to absolutely. walk through. Um, it definitely smells like incense, but you can't it's tell patchouli. where it's coming from. Yeah, you yeah. can't tell where it's coming from though. Um... <clears throat> Seemingly coming from everywhere, but also nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, like, you can see that there are kind of scattered little stones. They just seem spooky. Cool, so. You have, like, weird jewelry on. I... Like, it's just eccentric. No, I'm just shirtless. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> any sailor, so any like... remarkable, like... Tattoos or anything, you know. We got what? What was it? What was your tattoo? I forgot. The city state of Doragas. Doragas. The and, yeah. and the name. The yeah. Name. We got Doragas over here. <laughs> uh, so I just didn't know if you had any discernible markings, no weird mole or birthmarks or anything. Well, it is indistinct. Perfect. Okay. Maybe that will change. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the world may never know. Alright, so the beads uh, clank together as I open the door. And I open the tent flap and walk in. I take in my surroundings and I make my way over to the table. Like, how much to tell my fortune? Hmm. Well, and I would like to uh, roll a perception check to see how much money it looks like he has. Uh, that's a 7 plus some stuff. That'll be a 10 total. Uh, so you can see that he was carrying money, but probably not discerning like, the amount that he actually has. Okay. So but I he's, say. He's not broke. Right. So I say, how much do you think this is worth to know your future? 
I mean, it was happenstance. I came upon this shop, but was it? I'm going. Or was it the fates? Hmm. You have a good point. I'm about to take a long journey mm. to the city of Acadius. My father's sent me a summons, saying there's some interesting things developing there, and I would like to know anything useful or anything at all, really, that might portend the events of my journey. You see, Eriseus is kind of shuffling the, the stones on the table, and you see the crystal ball, like, has all these spooky lights, and it starts to glow, like, purple and green, and it says, We're just DMing for you. <laughs> no, I was because it was off topic. So yeah, it, it starts to glow purple and green, and he says, "Well, this seems like quite a dangerous journey. A long and arduous journey. Hmm. Not what I'd hoped to hear, but alas, it won't make a difference in the end. Well, but it might. Well, I'm ready." Either way, it's good to know, though. I will go regardless, head on into the dark. Mm, yes, I do see a lot of darkness. Excellent. And uh, as I say that, the whole tent starts to get darker and darker. With just, at this point, the light from the crystal ball being the only source of light. Like, everything else is like pitch black, so <laughs> now my face is just almost like sunken in and creepy looking <laughs> in this purple and green light. Stavros is intrigued and excited. He loves this type of thing. Master of the Macaw! <laughs> so, I just look at you and say, this is probably something that I should accompany you. This seems like it would be fair compensation, whatever you get out of this in exchange for no cost of this reading. So you're saying you want me to take you with me on my journey? I said no such thing. The fates have already decided. Hmm. Have they? Well. May not be a bad idea. You hear a strange voice just seemingly out of There you have! <laughs> And as you agree, you just see that, like, the whole tent starts to pack itself up. And I just pick up a bag and say, okay, whenever you're ready. You just told me that darkness awaits, and now I have a traveling companion. Well, if the fates should have it. The fates work in mysterious ways. I do not understand the fates. You don't need to! <laughs> Coming from my bag. Davros would be like, Well, I... I have to collect the rest of my... my... Um, items and prepare for the journey, but I will be taking this boat here if you would meet me there later today. Hmm. I can do that. 
will trust the fates will see you to arrive in. Head off. Cool. And before you even finish, he just disappears. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I like Missed. wave. Yeah, I wave my hands a little bit mysteriously, and then just disappear. Bat. <laughs> so you have a seemingly like uneventful journey to Acadius but uh, once you see the city uh, you do notice that there is quite a dark aura it's kind of like looming over the entire city but it kind of seems to center uh, it's hard to tell from where you are but at least Kind of in the middle. Uh, so it's uh, spooky, just like your father had said. Come, let's let's go to my father's house. He will give us lodging and explain a little bit more about this mysterious darkness. Hopefully, however, my father will be hopefully waiting for us and make us some some dinner. Because I am starving. <laughs> journey. Also, before I forget, I'm gonna go ahead and roll my portent. For every long rest, I get to roll two d20s, um, and then I can, um, and then I can replace. Oh, I have two one rolls. If you need it. Okay. Ooh. Those are great dice. I love those. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I can replace any attack roll, saving throw, or ability check made by me or a creature I can see using one of those rolls. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's only two rolls, but still. You could have even announced whether they hit or I hit or whatever, or if it was successful or not. There's no, like, you have to do it before you know. Yeah. So, like, if somebody crit on one of us, I could be like, "Mm, nope, they rolled an eight. So, uh, you walk up to his house from the port. A pretty conventional house, kind of small. Probably, like, I feel like he would have, like, wood beams and then, like, mud walls caked. So, like, like stuck on they the would walls. have some kind of, like, swirly yeah. design on yeah. them. Like, so this is my dad? Yes, Danny DeVito in front of Starry Night is your dad. Or Daddy DeVito, in this case. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's going to come sit at the table. Daddy Don't Davido. test me. <laughs> oh, go get my car more oh. cut out. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I think I'll just... Uh, I'll, I'll wait outside. Are you sure? It's. I'm very certain. The fates have decided. Who am I to argue? <laughs> Roll for the Constitution. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a seven. <laughs> you have to well, stay like seven three plus feet away from the house. It's <laughs> a nine total. You're definitely frightened. Hmm. Very uh, uncomfortable. So you definitely can't make it to the door. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I didn't. Hey, no intention. way. <laughs> I had no intention of going to the door. I was just like, you know what? Oh, I'm out. I'll just keep watch for all the danger. All right. Well, I feel like it would be a lot safer in the house, but who am I to argue? That's, that's where you'd be wrong, with, my friend. With fate. Okay. Well. In, indeed, you cannot. 
Mm. Yeah, go on, go. I turn around and walk toward the door. I give a quick knock. You don't even get to knock. Oh, I don't. Your dad opens door. Stavros, my boy! I've been waiting for you. Ah! Pa, it's so good to see you. He gives you, like, the biggest of hugs. The biggest verbal hug. And Absolutely. I, I immediately, as soon as Stavros turned around, I turned invisible. <laughs> Just so that I could not be invited in by Daddy DeVito here. <laughs> I uh, turn back around to introduce my friend, the, the traveling companion, and I don't see anybody. It's like, I, that's so strange. I've totally traveled here with someone, but... Ah, he seems to be really uneasy, and he won't, he won't come any closer. It's okay. He probably had to take a leak. Come in, we got much to talk about. I want to whisper very, very loudly while still invisible. The fates are mysterious. I decide to just kind of let the matter go and go in and and catch up with my father. So I definitely feel like your father is a bard. Well, if he loves the theater. For sure. So we head inside, and I'm like, Dad, I, I'm, I'm famished. What, what do you have to eat in here? He says, ah, I've just been making some soup. Sounds amazing. I killed a rabbit today. That's good, too. It's like rabbits and carrots and onions and soup. Excellent. I can't wait. We, we must sit and discuss this mysterious darkness. I I see of what you speak when we arrived. What what's going on here? So uh, while you're saying this, your dad is shuffling through like all of his kitchen stuff and trying to find every spice he has to put them on the table for you because he has not spiced this at all. Like he does not really know how to cook. So there's not a hide nor hair spice. No, no, it's it just the blandest soup you have well, ever. There is a hair. And now he's embarrassed because he didn't know what day he would get there, so he wasn't prepared for you, <laughs> even though he invited you to the city. Because your dad's kind of goofy. Me being fully aware of this is not, not phased in the least, and I just sit down and let him go about his his business. I discuss the mysterious darkness as we okay. sit and have supper. He says, ah, I, uh, I tried to go to the city the other day because I heard that they were, they were done with the amphitheater and they were going to hold auditions. But, uh, the town was kind of weird. I, it, I didn't even want to go into the city because... You know, it's it's a big city. There's normally people everywhere. But the whole place was dark and I couldn't find a person anywhere. I don't know where they all went. So, a city devoid of people with ominous dark clouds. Anything else that seems off? Uh, I guess I did see one guy. But he just didn't look right. Something was wrong with him. But I only saw him in the shadows. I wasn't too keen on him. He didn't seem friendly. I didn't want to stay. 
Do you have any description of him other than that he was a man in the shadows? That shadowy man that snarled a lot. Snarled. Where was you? Where were you at in the city when you saw this fellow? I'll start there. Uh. Well. I know I told you I gave it up, but uh. I was having a drink in the tavern. Perhaps you would. Not surprised at all. So just outside of there. Which is, are there, is there one main tavern? Are there many taverns? What's the name of said tavern? Uh, he says there's, there's two taverns in the city. Uh, I was at the Golden Hair. The other one's the Black Olive. And you should probably stay out of there. City folk hang out there. At the Olive? Or the Hair? I, I was at the Hair. But city folk hang out at the Olive. Seedy folk hang out with the olive. Correct. Is this a joke? Are you pulling my leg here? <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> would be a Stavros' dad joke. <laughs> Mr. Flatley to you. <laughs> no, I pretend to be. If you were inside, it'd be yeah. Mr. Flatley to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he makes you call your own father Mr. Flatley. <laughs> I play along. Mr. Flatley. Yes. You came out of a, a tavern and then saw a dark figure that gave you the creeps. How much did you have to drink? Is this for real? Oh, we can't talk about that, son. Are you for certain, Father, that you saw this? Just go to the city, look at it. The whole place looks dark and desolate. I wouldn't ask you if I had anyone else I could ask. You're my only son. I feel like the Flatleys are not quiet. Can I hear any of this? I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure I can hear all of it. Yeah, roll for perception with advantage. <laughs> okay, I'm not using the white dice anymore. I've rolled a seven so many times. Really? That is I've rolled the most 20s on that dice out of any of them. Jesus. But uh, the other one was a uh, 16. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you can definitely hear most of this. Okay. Definitely, like, big chunks of it. Big cool. bits and pieces are muffled, but... Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Just listening? Oh, yeah. I am eavesdropping like a motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts to try to listen to Daddy DeVito's thoughts. Okay. What is that? Is there a save or anything against that? Um... I can initially get surface thoughts, and then it's concentration for up to a minute. Uh, they can make a wisdom saving throw, and if it fails, I gain insight into any reasoning, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind. Okay. But it will know that I'm doing that. Like, not necessarily me, because I'm invisible. Right. It'll know that its mind is being... Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually... I won't be invisible, because they're both concentration. I'm going to give you this die. What? I'm going to give you this die. Okay. Because yours is rolling bad, and mine is rolling good. Good, good, good. Uh, I rolled an 18, and he has a plus one in wisdom. Okay. So, I mean, I still get service thoughts and all that kind of fun stuff. Absolutely. Uh, So, he is really just, like, trying to convince his son to go. And he's like, please, please go. I just, I really want to 
audition for this play, but I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to get closer to the house. Jesus. Okay. I'm not going to get closer to the house. Okay. <laughs> Might even get a little bit further away, actually. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good. Stavros? Stavros. Uh, Stavros. You can definitely hear this. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> it's, it's very loud. No, yeah, so like, what? I think it's time to go. I haven't even t- taken a rest. We've just traveled. Can't you, I deal with this in the morning? You've been resting the whole time we were coming here. That's plenty of time. Let's get to it. The fates demand it. Can his dad hear all of this as well? Absolutely. Right. If you can hear it, your dad can hear it. He's right next to you. <laughs> I sigh heavily, and it's like, it appears the fates demand the attention at this very moment. So I finish my food and hug my father goodbye, and I say, well, we'll, we'll go investigate further. And hopefully we'll be around to see you and catch up a little bit before I, I travel back out of town. And I'm just pacing up until the point that Stavros comes out, and then I just try to nonchalantly uh, just be waiting. <laughs> Stavros is unbothered <laughs> as he as he says goodbye to his father. Or deception, I guess. Either yeah, one. <laughs> I, I'm pretty good at performance. Actually, my performance, deception, and persuasion are all the same. So. Oh, perfect. Um, but I'm, I'm still going to do performance, so that is a 21. Okay, cool. You do this, please. Yeah. It's eloquently. Yeah. Smooth. Smooth, smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> that is Erisaeus' favorite musical form. I say, hey, father, like you might want to have this this fellow. If there's a part in the play, he he is very seems very much suited to the life of a, a performer. I don't know what you mean. I just follow the fates. But thank you. <laughs> so you would probably be able to notice because you know your dad very well. Uh, he gets kind of like flustered for like half a second and then like composes himself and is like. Mm. Of course. Any man of theater is a friend of mine. Excellent. Yeah, so we we might all have much to discuss when we're done, and I I bid him farewell and and head out the walkway and down the path back to the city. Okay. Also, I have the um, mobile feet, so cool. I move ten foot faster Sweet. than my normal speed anyway, so I'm like... I'm very familiar with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say. So I am like hoofing it. No pun intended. I just remembered I have hoofs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'm not actually walking any faster than my speed. I'm not like running. Yeah. But I'm just like power walking. Okay. I'm mall walking. No, no power walking. I'm just like head down, horns out. I'm just like let's go. Okay, so. You guys go back to the... Yeah, we're on our way uh, back to the city. So, your dad would probably live, like, right out here. You could go... Like, there's probably two paths back to the city. One that leads back to the port, and one that would lead you, uh, like, beside the necropolis. 
Um, I'm totally taking. Is it split close enough that I can tell which way it goes? Yeah, you you had been to your dad's house before. Okay, for sure. For sure. Then I am 100% leaning toward the necropolis side of the path. Okay. You go through the necropolis? It's pretty desolate, empty. No strange creatures or beings. Uh, there's one guy off, like, kind of tidying graves. What time is it? There? Uh, it's mm-hmm. early afternoon. Sweet. So this but it's time, kind of darkish, but like the, the city seems. We, as we head closer into the city. Yeah, the city seems hmm. kind of strangely dark for being just after high noon. So when I see this guy, I just want to be like, I say, chap, where is everyone? It's been a while since anyone's talked to me. Nobody really comes around here anymore. Well, this is quite a spooky place, so... It's kind of weird. But uh, indeed, indeed it is. They, no, they, uh... They quit sending any dead my way. Hmm. About, about a month ago. Well, you know, things like that do uh, ebb and flow, as they say. You're the first one, actually. Well, I'm quite alive, I assure you of that. He seems, like, kind of skeptical of you, but he also <laughs> seems like he, like, is not fully with it. <laughs> like, he has definitely been isolated for a month. <laughs> totally fine. Everything's fine. We all know what that's like. Yeah. Quality. <laughs> but. Stavros is... Smiling and happy. This is a a nice aura for him, and he t- is not saying anything, but he's taking in everything that the um, necropolis keeper is is saying, and just kind of filing it away as they head on into the city. So there's, uh, on the other side of the necropolis, you can see where they, like, have some military training. It seems pretty small. Uh, it's an old establishment that, uh, they haven't really kept up with. So you can see that, and then you run into the quarry. And there's a path that leads you around it through the countryside. Which, being so close to your dad, you would know where the the tavern he was talking about was. Awesome. Ah, my friend. It is the tavern my father spoke of. I assume you heard most of our conversation. Was the golden hair. Yeah. It's, it's just up ahead. I don't know what you mean, but, uh... Okay. <laughs> Do you question that? No, I've I've 
fully based on our, okay. our, our, our first meeting in our, our long journey together, have learned not to question <laughs> anything that the fates have, okay. have said or declared. And I'm just like, you know, it, it's good that you have learned not to question the fates. You've you've come a long way in the last few weeks. I'm just going with it. I want to... Oh. So you're making your way to this tavern yep. that your dad is at? Yeah, making my way downtown. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> Get out. Get <laughs> out. Tavern bound. <laughs> your dad was definitely a bard. Alright. So, you enter this tavern, and uh, you see that Everyone is partaking in a feast, rather ravenously. Uh, you can roll perception if you would like. Uh, but the barkeep doesn't seem to be present. So they're just feasting, and there's no one... Is there anyone not feasting? Is there anyone just hanging out, having a drink, or...? Everyone present seems to be feasting. Can I roll an insight to see, like, why they're so ravenous and intense? Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. That was a 15 and then decided to only be a 5. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it, like, paused and it's like, nope. <laughs> this is how my dice are all the time. I only roll good when I'm DMing. Yeah. <laughs> As it goes. As one does. Yeah. I'm definitely curious, um... And looking around as well. Well, that is a terrible first roll of these dice that I've <laughs> not ever rolled yet. Is that a seven? No, it's a one. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it looks like a seven, and there have been so many sevens over here today. Nope. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I hit my head on the on the, a beam because I'm seven, I'm seven foot tall. So. No, there's a bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bug in your eye. <laughs> You know, the bat chasing with that. Oh my goodness. So a seven and a one. Good, good. Uh, it just seems like a feast, and it, there's an awful lot of blood that you notice. With my five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. so like rubbing. That's about what you would notice. Bridge of my nose, yeah. Yeah, you would just notice the. the the barkeep wasn't there. At least nobody was actively tending the bar. Right. You know. So these people are eating, and my eyes are trying to come back into focus after smacking myself one. <laughs> they seem pretty preoccupied with their feast, though. So I, I just want to go to the nearest one and be like, I say, where is the barkeep? Turns to you, and uh, he says, and he actually is going to try to, like, swipe at you. Like, grab you to pull you closer. Okay. Can I roll a, a deck save? Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. Ooh. So that would be a pretty decent... 18 on the dice. Uh, is it a, just, like, a dex check or a dex save? Uh, it'd be a dex save. Okay. So that would be a 23. Okay. 
so you manage to evade this uh, almost attack, I guess you right. could call it. Uh, the other patrons, I guess you could call them, are still pretty preoccupied. They're eating just as fast as they can. The table is just filled with meat. Okay. As, as I dodge out of the way, I just say, I say, friend, that is quite unnecessary. I just wanted to know where the regular barkeep is. He walks towards you. Hmm. Yes, I see. You've enjoyed a little bit of the uh, libations. I understand. We go up in there. What is Stavros doing? Well, I assume like I'm just now like retrying to focus, and I see one take a swipe, but like, and I can I look a little closer at what they're eating? Yeah, yeah. You can do insight or perception. Either one. Or inception. Inception. Sixteen. Uh, so there seems to be an awful lot of brains on the table. And uh, several human torsos. There's a pile of bones under the table. Under the table? Yeah. From previously devoured appendages, you could only presume. I kind of do a double take and shake my head and then I look again and nope that's that's what I Asaius are you do you see the same thing? Erasaius? I'm so sorry Do you, are you seeing this what I'm seeing right now because it's not a feast I think I want to join uh, you mean this drunk fellow here? yes I see him he is quite trashed as they say uh, since you have 16 knowledge, you also, uh, as you're looking around at this, you notice just past this table there's an open hatch in the corner of the tavern. It seems to have stairs. And it's just kind of weird that it's open. Uh. Like, you've never seen it open before. Eriseus, I... Thank you. You should accompany me to this corner of the room really quickly. Uh, well, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, this guy's gonna like try to bite you, and uh, he he crit. Would you like to use one of your dice? <laughs> Poor time. Yeah. Um. I, no, I mean I I just think that he's drunk. So okay. Just like you know, drunk guy. Why would I? Only twenty for me. Is that fourteen? Okay. Uh, so you're going to take nine damage. I say, friend, that that was not very nice. Just because you're drunk doesn't mean that's okay. You say fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't really. Weird or anything after getting what? bit. You don't really feel weird or anything after getting bit okay. by this guy. Uh, 
he's kind of just rude. Kind of crazed. Am I watching this or am I looking at the door? <laughs> you can be doing whatever you would like. Um, I imagine I'm heading toward the this strange open hatch in the back and I, I look back at the commotion and I see Eris Let's just get, get bitten. I don't know her like... It's like, come on, come quick. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. But right. something is very, very wrong here. Well, like I said, this guy's pretty drunk. And so I'm just going to ram him with my horns to try and push him away. Okay. Mm, that is a 12. That's not it. You kind of like ram into him, but he's like pretty stout. A solid dude. Yeah. Hmm, strange, but normally it works. Blood off of normally that works when they're this intoxicated. That's bizarre. Quit horsing around over there. Look, we gotta get out. We, we gotta get... Something needs to be done about this situation. Sir, just because I have hooves does not mean I am part horse. I find your assumptions a little, a little bit rude. Oh my gosh, we can... Talk about semantics another time. There are bigger uh, things to worry about. Yeah, I'm gonna start looking at this hatch. Just gonna look at it. Inspect it. Okay. Um, see if it does it lead down to like a wine cellar or what? Any, can I see the bottom of it? Uh, so as you get closer to. Uh, you managed to pretty easily get past these folk eating the, humans. The, the table <clears throat> of cannibals? The human feast. Uh, you pretty easily get past it, but uh, it, as you get closer, it seems like it's a kind of a wine cellar supply room. That's downstairs. Kind of a storage room. Cool. That I've never noticed before. Uh, you've never seen anybody go down there. It's always closed anytime you've been there, because uh, you've been there numerous times with your dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there, like, any signs of... Can I see any kind of, you know, blood or... Anything that's like drag marks that are coming out of it, or can I even just kind of peer down into it to see what I see inside? Yeah, yeah. So you see a, a, a fairly small trail of blood that uh, seems to be leading down the stairs. Uh, it's not a steady trail necessarily. It's kind of splattered in a strange way that an open wound, like a recently open okay. wound, would would be if someone were, say, falling? Falling? Like down the stairs. Oh, okay, so... Like that's how the blood splatter would be? Okay. What would you really like to be doing? Uh, so I'm going to use my Mirthful Leaps ability, which is one of my satyr. Things. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to like do a standing high jump to try and jump over this guy. 
Okay. Uh, and it lets me add a d8 to the number of feet in it, so I just jumped uh, nine feet up in the air okay. over this guy. Yeah. I'm just going to do like a little backflip. Cool. And then just dash. Uh, which way would you like to dash? Following Stavros. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. Uh, Stavros is on the stairs still. Yeah, I'm just going to like kind of push a little bit and then uh, can I hold the hatch closed? You can. Cool. I'm doing that. Okay. Okay. Should I make a save see if I fall down the stairs or like should I just... Yeah, know? make a deck save. Okay. Or should, would it be strength since he's just shoving me? Uh, dex. Okay. Like acrobatics? Maybe? You could do that. But. Yeah. It's not going to end well for me. <laughs> as I kind of push on, I just say, I'm sorry, friend, but we should probably get away from that drunk guy. I agree. It's very pushy. Six. Uh, you kind of stumble down the stairs. Luckily, it's uh, not too many stairs. <laughs> it's like six stairs. So, uh, like one step, and I land pretty hard, but don't fall. Yeah, you kind of roll your ankle a little bit, but uh, you, you're kind of able to shake it off. It's like, that was hardly necessary, We, <laughs> but I, look, I just start looking around. He didn't bite you. <laughs> That's I true. I start since like can I see the I would like to look to see if I can see saw a blood trail right before mm-hmm. I got like shoved into this stairwell. Um, I mean, is it dark now or can we see? It, it is definitely dark now. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to uh, light a torch. Okay. Um, I just keep looking around. Say I have dark vision, and while he lights a torch, I'm already. Trying to see okay. what I can see. Uh, as you light your torch, uh, you hear, Please don't hurt me! Please, please, please. I say, who is that? Who's there? Uh, uh, my name's Leontis. I, I just work here. They they went mad. I don't, I don't know what to do. I broke my leg. I can't get up there. I can't outrun them now. I, I can't. I don't know what to do. Well, is there uh, another exit? No, that's the only one. Oh, I see. He's like crying uncontrollably now. Where is he at? Uh, he is like in between a couple of the like very large wine barrels that they have. Okay. Uh, they have some smaller barrels too, like. Definitely some smaller stock. Microbrew. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he's like managed to like s- slide himself basically. Go away. Or hobble, I guess, mm-hmm. over. He could. Uh, but he's like, uh. Uh-oh. Are you gonna hurt me? Please no. don't hurt me. No, friend. We came into this tavern at my father's behest. He's a frequent patron here. Uh, he said some weird things were going around around town, and this is what we found here. Plus, have you have you ever seen a mean furry blue person 
I haven't. Only when they get drunk. <laughs> mm, yes. That drunk guy upstairs, he might have been a little bit blue. I don't think they're drunk. Clearly. They seem very intoxicated, clearly. I know. But on what? Not ale, for sure. Like, he, I, I, I walk toward the guy and like, I'm not going to hurt you, but you seem, you said you broke your leg. He like, kind of flinches as you walk over anyway. Uh, he says, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't walk on it. It hurts pretty bad. Oh, no. Uh, it's, it's pretty gross. <laughs> I don't, I hope you're not queasy. And he like lifts up his tunic <laughs> and you see his leg, like his femur is shattered. <laughs> Jeez. Like part of it is sticking up out of the skin. <laughs> like this dude had a horrible time. I definitely want to help him. So I start fiddling around with some things in my, in my pack. Yeah. While Stavros is digging through his bag, I'm just going to pull out my instrument and just try to play some music to calm him down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> he says, you're going to make them come in here. You're going to attract them. Well, I, I think that we've safely gotten away from them for now. I take out a, like my healing kit and would like to start bandaging him up, you know, putting some salve on him and stuff uh, like that. So as you're doing that, he says, they were fine until that kid from the amphitheater gave them that game. Game? What game? I, I managed to get it from them before they attacked me. I don't know how long I had. And uh, roll for perception. These are really shitty dice for me. Nice. So I'm uh, pretty fixed on his wound, apparently. So, so I got nine. Eriseus, you would notice that he has multiple bite wounds across his chest and like uh, through his tunic. I say, friend, you <clears throat> seem to have spent a lot of time around these drunk fellows. Are you quite alright? Yeah, they attacked me since I grabbed the game. What is this game you speak of? What made you... them like this. Where did you put it? Do you still have it? Yeah. I remember where it was located. Yeah, and he, uh, he, he grabs it from behind him. And uh, puts it out in front of him. And says, you seem alright. Like you just want to help. Be careful. It turned them into this. How could a game turn someone unless it's been spelled? You question the fates. I thought you had learned better than that. <laughs> Why? How am I questioning the fates? I just say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what's happened. I'm just like, I'll inspect that in a moment. Uh, make yeah. a constitution save. Stavros? A nat 20. Alright. So, uh, looking at this, uh, you immediately... Uh, first of all, you're not scared of it. Second of all, you see that it's called Impusa's Return. Which immediately peaks a red flag for you. 
I freeze. And there's a picture of this uh, like succubus woman with a goat leg, one goat leg and one copper leg. Well, I say she has quite a nice leg there. Don't be fooled. My heart starts to race a little bit, not like with adrenaline more so than mm-hmm. fear, because this is the moment I've been waiting for for the last decade. It's like, there's more at work here than maybe even the fates know. Well, that is impossible, my friend. The fates know all, <laughs> but you do seem a little uh, perturbed. This creature is nothing to mess with. I have encountered her in the past. I don't say anything else. <laughs> yes, I, I also have some bad exes. Uh, this box is like a trifold box, like the uh, Robin Williams movie. That shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> like that one Robin Williams movie? Yeah. That one time? I don't know media references. I don't know shows or movies. What are you doing? Oh. You're precious. What are you doing? <laughs> it doesn't rhyme with Mumanji. Oh. <laughs> I have seen that as a child. But as a child. As a child. Yeah. Oh my god. That was kind of scary and I never wanted to watch it again, so I didn't. <laughs> and now you're playing it. <laughs> also, just, just for flavor, um... Eriseus plays uh, Cathara, which is like the Greek predecessor to the guitar. Yes. But it still kind of looks like what you would picture a lute to look like. It's just like, where the name and the like, idea came from. Perfect. So, yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at this goat leg very intently. You would. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even plan that. <laughs> Do I notice this? Or am I just too focused on I'm probably too focused on Oh, I mean, I, I, I commented out uh, no, loud. Can, you uh, can notice definitely. You rolled a nat 20. Yeah, I, I commented out loud on the goat leg already. His, so. his fixation. <laughs> like, this is not... Do I... I will just stutter her name. Is it Impusa? Impusa. Impusa has... Has lured many, many a man, and this is not someone to to trifle with. Don't even, don't even dare think where your mind is going. Uh, you would know that she is a demigoddess associated with Hecate. You can roll for inside to see if you would know that. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> that the leg. Yeah, that was a very nice leg. It's like. Well, what is attached to it is less than nice. So, this this box, this game set, what were they, I, I, can I ask the guy, what were they, how were they playing this game? What does this do? He says, hmm, I'm scared of it. I don't play it. They were playing it, and then they turned out like this. I didn't, I just wanted to get it away from them. Were you harmed when you, from it, when you touched it? He said, No, I was harmed from them. They attacked you? Yeah. Yes. Um, I just whispered, he did say that. (laughs) 
just repeating it, just trying to like get all yeah. of the yeah. details in order as I try to figure out how on earth the box could be. I'm just going to open it. Yeah. Open it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you just take it from the, from where we set it? Oh, I'm just going to like kneel open it down. right there. Yeah, I'm just going to kneel down. I guess I'll take like the edge of my instrument and like try to open it. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, are you opening the, like, there's two sides to open, are you opening both of them? Sure. Okay. Uh, so you open it, and it opens up on the left side. Bum, bum, bum. There's words. Okay. In the middle is a board, and as you open it, there are two, like, miniature little figures just standing there. So it says on the left side. Waste no time. It does not stop. Just one hour on the clock. The rules are simple to survive, to keep Impusa locked inside. One must reach her within the time. You must make the wretched climb. Be weary, though. Only one to keep her in. But all must arrive at the end to win. For whoever does not reach in time will acquire the taste for another's mind. There is but one way to succeed. The only way out is to proceed. All right, well, thanks everyone. We always appreciate everyone who listens and follows us on social media. Please stay tuned. Uh, Later this week, we will have part two, the conclusion to our spooky one-off. Thanks for listening.